Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the Four Man Rush. Hello, Panther fans, and welcome to another podcast of the Four Man Rush. I'm your host, Timmy Vio, here with Kevin, Will, Jadarius, Larry, and Vashti from the Carolina Blitz. What's up? What's up? What's up? And shortly we'll have uh, Sheena Quick over here with us as well superstar in the uh you know entertainment well not entertainment but the uh, uh news world and when it comes to sports and doing uh you know nice down down to earth type of situations with uh, the Carolina Panthers and other organizations she she's she's well versed in that and so so you know thanks thanks Vashti and uh and Sheena for joining us I really appreciate that you guys are awesome happy to be here again Again, again, again. <laughs> right on, right on. All right, so uh, folks, before we get started, uh, big shout out to um, Manscaped once again. Um, if you guys haven't tried their products, um, please do. Um, they are <laughs> they are they are awesome and it's great grooming uh, grooming products for for men. Um, it keeps the jewels clean, fellas. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know, you have, you have, you have your, your trimmer. You have your 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 ball deodorant. You have your spray. It smells wonderful. It keeps you nice and nice and tidy downstairs and all that good stuff, man. Trust me. Trust me. It it works. It works. And the fellows fellas can contest to that. Uh, Vashti, I don't think I don't think we mentioned that last time we was here, but you know, it, it's it's some great stuff, kiddo. It's it's, it's great stuff. It's great stuff. <laughs> Y'all, y'all, you didn't mention like I y'all said y'all were sponsored by Manscaped, but you didn't go into all of the details and how it's beneficial. Oh my goodness, yeah, yo, um, I'm impressed. Yeah, I mean it, it's you know the, the the chafing gone, right? You know if you if you're playing if you're you know athletics, running things of that nature, you know a lot of gone. Uh, it's, it's, it's 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 beautiful. It's great stuff. It's great stuff, man. I'll have to I'll have to look them up. Not for myself, of course. Sure, sure. I mean, by all means, if you any type of money in life, fathers, <laughs> brothers, whatever, you know. Oh my god, husband, boyfriend, whatever, you know. Yeah, you got, you got to keep it, got to keep it, you know, tidy, tidy. I do got a quick update. Sheena just came back. She says she'll be on in ten minutes. Okay, okay. Sounds good. So yeah, shout out to Manscape and um, folks. If you haven't heard about the uh, the uh, Four Man Rush. Um, code that, that you can utilize when you guys check out um, when you get your product and get 20% off and free shipping. Um, so, you know, use the code 4MRscaped 
And we'll type that in the uh, the chat there for you. 4MR Escaped. All right. Use that. I mean, 4MR Escaped 20, excuse me. Add a 20 at the end. 4MR Escaped 20. And save 20% on your um, uh, on your purchase and get free shipping. All right. So Manscaped, shout out. Great stuff. Great product. You guys will love it. Straight up. Straight up. All right. So, um, Vashti, of course, since since you're a guest here, we'll, we'll start with you first. Um, how you feel about um, our first pick, Mr. Horn, and you know, I'm going to the other picks um, in, in you know the second, third round if you want to. And um, yeah, yeah tell us what you think. Um, I was surprised by the pick. I, I can't, you know, I I knew a little bit about him. I didn't, you know, I cover I cover Duke and NC State and UNC. So honestly, I didn't get to watch a lot of film on him hmm. before the draft. So I wasn't expecting them to draft them. Um, to me, that pick shows, says more about the faith that the Panthers have in Sam Darnold than anything else. Uh, because you have, you know, you have a court, uh, uh, anticipated franchise quarterback sitting there and, and you, and you pick a cornerback. Um, but you know, He's a. I'm assuming that he's a rule type guy, and these and they always talk about players that fit their system, um, and so we'll see. We'll see how we'll see how he does. I, uh, Panthers have needed a cornerback, um, you know, and so, you know, I, I can't. I don't really judge players until I see them on the field, on the professional field. So uh, we'll see. We'll see how he does. But he get, has a lot of respect from guys in the SEC. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll see how he matches up with Dante on the other side. Uh, Larry, we'll go to you next. And we're just going in order down the bottom of the screen there. What do you think about Mr. Horn, bro? Well, I know a lot of people think I don't get excited unless it's an offensive lineman that we're drafting. Of course, I wanted Panay Sewell. But, of course, he went one pick ahead of us. That's just our luck. So once that's off the board, I probably would have took Slater. But I can't lie and say I don't like J.C. Horn. Um, for everything that you're looking for in a cornerback, especially someone with a skill set that complements what John Dante Jackson does well, I think he's exactly what we needed to solidify the defense. So um, I don't have much to say. I just – if you watch him, you know what it is. You know, NFL pedigree. His father was an all-pro receiver. It's all in the bloodline, and I'm a big – bloodline guy typically when guys have some type of family that were in the league or play some type of professional uh, sport you see it in christian mccaffrey comes from an athletic family i think you're getting the same type of athlete when it comes to jc horn i hope he's not as grabby in the nfl because they're gonna they're gonna make those calls and we all know how penalties can kill us you know we're trying to get off the field third down we saw that a lot last year where we just get a stupid penalty and be stuck on the field so you know if he trusts his technique trusts his athleticism he should have a smooth transition into the league. I know. I know. Well, I know you spoke very highly of Mr. Horn, man. What'd you think? Yeah, this is one of the guys that on my short list that I really wanted on the team. I think once uh, Panay Sewell went off the board, it was pretty much down to Patrick Sertain or J.C. Horn for me. I think with Patrick Sertain, you get the silky smooth guy, you know, fluid athlete. J.C. Horn, he's more of a dog. You know, he's going to get up in your face, be physical at the line of scrimmage. Like Larry said, he does got to be careful with that in the NFL because they may throw some flags on that here and there. But, I mean, I'd rather have him stay aggressive and do what he does best than have to worry about 
things like that. Uh, one thing I like about him, he comes from an NFL bloodline and grew up in a football family. His father, Joe Horn, was a wide receiver for the New Orleans Saints. Very productive career in his own right. And I think we're just getting a big physical corner that can match up with the NFC South receivers. Because think about the gauntlet that we got to go through year after year after year. You got Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Julio Jones. Now we got Kyle Pitts, who we got to deal with and probably need to cover with a corner as opposed to a safety or a linebacker. You got um, Michael Thomas. So I know I just think cornerback was just a need that we've had for so many years. I don't think we can get out of the NFC South without having a shutdown corner that can follow these guys around, help take them away and limit them. So, I mean, last year, you look at our defense. I mean, what do you think when you think of Phil Snow's defense last year, playing a lot of zone coverage, um, rushing three, dropping eight, you know, dropping seven, a lot of zone blitzes. All these things are the mask of corners that he didn't trust leaving on the island in coverage. Now with J.C. Horn, a guy that can match up with the other team's best receiver and follow them around, I think it's going to allow Phil Snow to be more aggressive and play a lot more man coverage. So I'm excited about that. And I also think it'll help Dante Jackson as well. Instead of having to cover guys like Mike Evans, which he had to do last year, now we can move him around as well and match up with the smaller, faster receivers in the slot, play him outside like he has in the past. So there won't be as much asked from him as well. So I think he'll allow our defense to do so many things that they weren't able to do last year. If you recall about our pass rush, we got a lot of pressures but weren't getting a lot of sacks. Now that we have a corner that can take away the quarterback's first option, he's going to be holding that ball at extra split seconds. So now you may see Brian Burns finally get double-digit sacks, see Derrick Brown be more productive and get some sacks. So I just think it's going to open up a lot of things for the defense, and I'm excited about what he's going to bring. Word, word. Yeah, I, well, I was hyped. <laughs> I was skeptical at first, but now I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's, that works for me. JD, what's up, man? That was the best news of the weekend for me, low-key. I ain't going to lie to you. I know I had the biscuit challenge on the line. If the Panthers take a quarterback at eight, da 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 da, I have to eat Bojangles, uh, not Bojangles, uh, Popeyes biscuits with no drink. Out that that was out the window for me. <laughs> it was about <laughs> it was about the future. So we'll get into the fields um, aspect of it later. I'm assuming, but yeah, we will. We will. for me, this was cause to celebrate. <laughs> I, I'm gonna keep it a, a bean with you mm. because. Now they've shown me that they have the ability to um, commit to something and uh, build a team around them. That that was huge for me because that's how teams get stuck in quarterback purgatory. They 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 bring in a bridge. Oh, not this bridge. Toss it out. Here comes the next bridge. Okay, uh, he's all right, but he's not a franchise guy. Okay, let's spend a top ten pick on this guy instead of addressing O line. Hmm. Now we're stuck in purgatory. Like it, 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 it's a cycle. It's always going to be this way. So this shows me that they have the desire to build the team around Arnold, and that's fine. But we'll get to that later. J.C. Horn is a dog, bro, and we needed a dog so bad on defense, bro. The last time we had a dog or a corner with this kind of mentality on the defense had to be Josh Norman, and this is like Josh Norman when he came to his prime, not like. Uh, fresh out, wet behind the ears, Josh Norman, freelancing in the defense. Nah, he was a shutdown corner for a year and a half, two years, solid. So for it to have a guy this young, this highly spoken of, 
with the college resume he put on uh, display this past season, Kyle Pitts, both Bama receivers, Kadarius Tony. It's like it, it was a no-brainer for me. The corner has been a weakness on the defensive side for years, bro, ever mm-hmm. since uh, Josh Norman has been gone. So I think um, even with them showing the commitment on the offensive side to build around their guys, I think this this kind of solidified our spot is one of the top ten defenses in the next five years, at least one time. Miss Quick, what's good? Oh, well, let me unmute you. There you go, kiddo. Well, hold on. You're on mute, Miss Quick. My bad. Hey. It's been that kind of day. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Shit and quick, ladies and gentlemen. Um, now we 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 just started. We're just started. fresh. Just on the corner, and I know you were specialist at that. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not, I wouldn't say specialist, but I do like that pick. Um, it was definitely a, a position of need. Looking at how they got kind of got barbecued last year, mm-hmm. and um, it was and, and I, I can't use the word youth because JC is young also, but he brings a certain type of. I know people use that word tenacious a lot, but he brings a ball hawking ability. I like the fact that he's physical and he can play man. Um, I know we talked last time, it just used to grind my gears to see them playing five and six yards off the ball on third and short. And that's why that third down efficiency number looks so terrible is because they were settling for a zone. They couldn't play man coverage. They couldn't play press man. And he gives them a different dimension that allows them to shake that coverage up and and be a little bit more aggressive on the line. So I I really like that. I, I like that pick. I was a little shocked that they didn't take Justin Fields, but I do like where they went with it as an alternative. Yeah, we'll talk about Justin right after we finish with this right here. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, Kev, Kev, what's up, man? But obviously, you know, just round it, round this up. How, your your thoughts on uh, uh, Mr. Horn? Yeah, well, for me, it, it came down to us leaving this the first round Thursday night with either a franchise left tackle or a franchise uh, cornerback. That's pretty much how it felt for me. Uh, unless we got offered a deal, we could not refuse in a trade back. I was very content with sitting there. Um, anybody that was watching us live Thursday night on our watch party showed that I was, you know, as Pina Sewell was dropping, I was getting my praise on and everything. And then when the musty ass Detroit Lions took him, it, it just it it just broke all my soul. I yeah, I, I was man, I was <sighs> yeah. But anyway, it's all good. Um, but yeah, J.C. Horn, I, I like the fact that, you know, as just recently stated, he's going to allow us to finally do something that Panther fans haven't seen in years. We're going to have a secondary that can finally play aggressive man-to-man bump-and-run coverage. Uh, I know there's different types of man coverage. You know, there's off-man, as Will was um, telling me about earlier. But, you know, as, as Ms. Quick just said a moment ago, tighter seeing third and five, but our cornerback six, seven yards off the ball, they run a little slant. They got a first down. You know, I'm ready to see – you know, these wide receivers jacked up, you know, and, and just the thought of Brian Burns, Hassan Reddick, Garrett Brown, you know, getting to the quarterback finally. Um, it's just something to be excited about. And it's amazing that how one player can really open up the options for you, uh, you know, to allow this defense to really do their thing. I think we're going to see the best of Phil Snow now that we have these type of options, um, you know, in our secondary added to our defense because he got a lot of ridicule for playing someone's zone. Like the Panthers were number one with 82% zone coverage in 2020, um, in 2020. That easily led the league in most zone coverage. And based on what we saw from Baylor and Temple, he did some zone, but he also had some aggressive man schemes, but we just didn't have a personnel to play it. 
But so I'm just excited to see, you know, J.C. Horn just allowed his defense to finally, finally show what it's capable of doing. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be fun to watch. <laughs> oh, boy, it's going to be fun to watch. And that schedule is somewhat favorable and somewhat favorable in, in getting some good matchups. Uh, we're going to see some, some we're gonna see some really good matchups in the NFC South. But, yeah, so um, let's go to this Justin Fields, folks. Should we have passed on the kid? Was it a was it a good was it a good choice for us just to eh, just get the corner? We got Darnold. Let's let's just focus on the defense, and make it make it even better. You know, some people saying we should have picked up Fields. I mean, what what, what say you? We'll, we'll start with Vashtar. What what do, you, what do you think? Um, I think picking up Fields would have been a risk. Um. But any of those quarterbacks, you really, you really never know which quarterback is going to pan out. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said earlier, this says more about Sam Darnold or their faith in Sam Darnold than anything. Uh, defense wins championships, but this league is tailored for quarterbacks now. It's just the way that it that they've tailored the league, and so as your quarterback goes, so does your team, and that's just the way that it's been. Uh, and so. You know, if if Darnold comes out and he is just average, I think that they would have made the right choice. But if he comes out and he's like Bridgewater or worse, then <laughs> then people are going to be calling for Matt Rule's job because that would have been two questionable choices at quarterback. So, um, you know, it, it was a risk. They're the professionals in this. So, you know, I'm assuming that they have enough faith in Darnold that he's going to at least be formidable. I don't know if he's ever going to be a great quarterback, but maybe he'll at least be formidable. And if your defense is the truth, that's really, you know, all that you need. So we'll, we'll see. But I was shocked that they passed on um, passed on fields. I, I, I was. Yeah. Yeah, and that was, that's that's a good point, man. That's a good point. Um, smooth. What say ye? Should, should we have gotten fields? So I was very clear and deliberate when I told y'all that if we had to take any quarterback instead of taking something that I wanted to pick, which is a lineman, it would have to be Justin Fields. I was watching him all through high school and his early years in college. I thought he was the best quarterback in the nation for a long time. I think it's just going to be one of those situations like with Lamar or Lamar Jackson. You know, he just fell in the draft, but he's probably going to shock everybody. Um, one thing that probably would made me vomit is if we would have took Justin Fields and um, had the rest of the draft like it went and, you know, kept trading back, not getting the lineman that I wanted, that probably would make me throw up because it's like you're setting Justin Fields up to fail. So we'll get to that part later. I still don't think this offensive line has been addressed the proper way, even for Sam Ronald to really succeed. So mm. it is what it is. Will, how you feel, bro? You know, when they traded the three picks for Sam Darnold, I, I pretty much felt that quarterback was off the table. So I'm not surprised that they uh, passed on him when he fell. But this never seemed like they were high on him. I think they were. Uh, they sent the uh, entire coaching staff and front office to um, – Trey Lance's pro day. They had David Tepper and all those guys down at the senior bowl with Matt Jones. But when it came to Justin Fields, this didn't do a lot of things that made me feel that they were interested in him and had him high on their board to the point where they would take him with the eighth pick. 
And then I think when uh, San Francisco traded up to three, they probably figured that Trey Lance was their guy. When San Francisco went up to three to get Lance, they figured, okay, we're not going to get the guy we want, so let's just um, trade for Darnold and we'll take the best position player available at eight. And I get a lot of the fans' frustration with that. I mean, you look at some of the bad decisions from other teams in the past, like the Bears taking Mitchell Trubisky and passing on Mahomes and Watson and all those teams ahead of you know, Kansas City and Houston that year that took uh, position players or took the wrong quarterback and look where they are now. So if Fields goes on to be like a Mahomes-type career, you know, we're going to be kind of like in that Bears situation now. But, I mean, you can't think like that. I think they went with the highest player on their board, filled a need. I mean, I still like the J.C. Horn pick. I think that was the right decision at this moment. So we'll just have to see how it plays out. I don't think we'll know for sure until two to three years how – whether these decisions were right or wrong. Yes. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's true. If that kid winds up going to the Hall of Fame, I'm going to be pissed. I'm, I'm just saying, you know, what, what, whatever. Uh, JD, what you think, man? I know you like I know you like like my man Horn so much, though, but yeah, what do you think? Um, for me, it was not much of a, a, a debate what we were going to do. Um, from the point, I would say about two weeks before the draft, um, from that point, before that point, it was all, oh, I don't know. I'm not sure. I can see them taking Justin Fields, but I know they like these two corners. Um, within those two weeks, um, it started picking up. Our name was attached to J.C. Horn and Patrick Sertain. And I, at that point, I was like, okay, they're not going quarterback. Um, part of because of what um, Will just said, um, the love wasn't didn't seem to be reciprocated. Uh, Trey Lance got like, the head coach, Joe Brady, all of them had a front row seat right behind Trey Lance's pro day. And they watched every snap intently. Like there was not a frame on that whole pro day where you couldn't see all three of them. And it just, it just didn't seem like they had that much interest in uh, Justin Fields. Now that you look hindsight being 2020, but I love Justin Fields. I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't have J.C. Horn ranked as a better player on my big board, but I absolutely understand um, the pick. Um, they wanted immediate impact, and as far as immediate impact goes, your skill positions, your corners, your safeties, uh, your wide receivers, all those guys have a better shot at being an immediate impact in my eyes than a quarterback because for a quarterback, you have to learn uh, audibles. You got to learn uh, how to ID uh coverages and stuff in the NFL coverages are more disguised. It's it's a lot more intricate in what you need to learn and what you need to know unless you break it down to a level like they did for Cam Newton where they simplified everything and made it so he can um be reactionary more so. So for me when it came out that um JC Horn's name was tied to the Panthers, it just seemed like he just seemed like a rule guy, tough, gritty, uh, fast, instinctual football player. So for me, it wasn't that big of a surprise. Had they gone just the fields, uh, I probably wouldn't be alive because I would be choking to death. But um, <laughs> from these Popeye's biscuits, this biscuit challenge, I probably wouldn't be around right now. But I will say that I would have been okay with it. He's a good player. Bless your heart. Like eating sawdust. Anyway, um, so I'm Sheena. Justin Fields? Um... Here's the thing. When they talked about the Sam Darnold trade, like that same day that the news broke, 
Um, Scott Fitter told us that he, they actually didn't start talking to the Jets about Sam Darnold until they were at that Ohio State Pro Day. So clearly they saw some things that they didn't like, but they kept stressing, you know, that that didn't rule out them taking a quarterback, which leads me to believe, like like you said before, that Trey Lance was their guy. And if he would have been there at eight, I think that they would have taken Trey Lance and that didn't happen. But that being said, I still felt like there was a chance that they could take Justin Fields just mainly because he was still there at eight. But I will say that as I walked to the press conference room to wait for um, to wait, well, I don't even know which JC wasn't there. I think I was waiting for Kyle Pitts. Um, another guy that used to cover the Panthers, he's actually with Sports Illustrated now. He was like, well, I'm not shocked at all. And I was like, well, why do you say that? He said, because the kid is not coachable. He goes, he was everything that Dan said. He said, the only reason I didn't say anything publicly is because, you know, he's a black man. He's a black quarterback. He was like, but, you know, that narrative has followed him and it has some merit. Like they, It actually had had, you know, some, some value amongst the, the, the people that be the powers that be. But um that was the thing that, you know, I was shocked until he till I heard him say that and being that he isn't one of the people that stir the pie. He wasn't tweeting that or nothing. It was just an off the record conversation that we were having, which is why I'm keeping his name out of it. But I was like, OK, I could see that there's a new regime. You're going to need this this player to buy into a new coach, still kind of a relatively new owner. And it might not have been the best decision. But at the same time, that puts a target on Matt Rule's back because if Sam Darnold doesn't pan out, that's two quarterbacks in two years that stunk it up. And I don't really know where you would go from there, being as how seeing as how much he's being paid. So it, it's, it's kind of twofold. They're betting the farm on Sam Darnold, and I'm just hoping that he can deliver for Matt Rule's sake. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> listen, David Tepper, David, David Tepper is not opposed to getting you up out of here. Facts. So for for Matt Rule's sake, I hope that it works out. Facts. Yeah, you don't care. <laughs> Y'all about some numbers. If your numbers listen, don't pan out. when I saw him checking media members <laughs> at that meeting that we had after Ron Rivera was terminated, I was like, he, yeah, he, you know, he's not PC at all. He says what he wants to say. He says what he means, and he means what he says. Uh, Kev, Justin Fields, what you think, man? Well, about a week before the draft, I kind of kind of thought up the the uh, possibility that this could happen simply because, you know, everybody in their work and their mom was telling me, man, see when ain't going to be available and and this, that and the third. So I had to I just had to keep an open mind. So when we passed on him, it didn't really affect me that much. I, I would like to see him have a great career, though, um, because I felt like the stuff that they were critic that was being publicly said about him um, in the media uh, concerning him, you know, when him bringing up, he had epilepsy and it was talk about, you know, him wanting to play baseball while he was at Ohio state. And, you know, it just seemed like any and every reason to, you know, water down, you know, uh, Justin Fields. Meantime, you know, M- Matt Jones with his 2017 DUI having ass, then nobody ever bring that up. You know, and that just kind of bought. And they was bringing, oh, his family plays tennis. That's why he has great footwork. I'm like, what? <laughs> I mean, it was just, it was just, just it, it was like ether to my soul. Like so, so, you know. But anyway, um, I, I, I think he, I hope he does well in Chicago. Chicago's not known to, who they haven't had a good quarterback since what, Jim Ooh, McMahon. Boy. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, Mitch Trubisky was a pro bowler now. Don't don't be sleeping on me. <laughs> I said that with full sarcasm. It's full sarcasm, but he did make the pro bowl. 
He did. He yeah, he did. And, and as and as a Tar Heel fan, that that would sound good. But I mean, as a realist, uh, Mitch, Mitch, Mitch should have never got drafted that high. Um, I mean, ugh. listen, the 49ers been been finessing for a while. The fact that they finessed Chicago to trade up when they knew they weren't going to draft Mitch Trubisky at number two anyway, it was just a finesse move. It was smart. Yeah, they say it's a sucker born every day. So hey, <laughs> I mean, hey, more power <laughs> to it. But um, overall, Justin Fields, um, like I said, we we we've been putting too much stock and in inventory into quarterbacks. Um, I, I just think, like you said, like Smooth was saying earlier, whatever quarterback that we got, we we had to improve this this O line, no matter who it is. And I just think that even though I'm not a, I wasn't a fan of the Sam Donald trade, he's gonna get my support because he's on the team, but. Um, Justin Fields, I wish him well in Chicago. That's all I can say. I'm sorry, I gotta ask, did, Kevin. Did you cry when when Bridgewater left? <laughs> I know that's your boy. I'm gonna be honest. I did not. <laughs> I, know, I, knew, I knew you was gonna come for me. I knew you was gonna come for me. Everything, like I want to know, like the world wants to know. Like he shed a thug tear. I think you shed a thug tear too. I know you was I know you were probably like, man. Hate to see you go. Wish everything would have worked out here, in Carolina. You, you saying he hit him in the DMs, Vashon? You, you, you thanked him for a service in the DMs, Kevin? No. Paul, I don't let us find out because you know Teddy. Paul, 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 so, Even when you know, he chucking the deuces, because he was out, he was like, "I'm out." And then uh, he celebrated when he left with the with the gift. I was like, "Yo, okay, wow. everybody." Oh, I, like, I like was, that kind of petty though. Because you know what? Everybody was like, "Teddy is this pro. Teddy is a pro. He's always gonna act like a pro." All right, <laughs> oh, bro. That man said yes when he got traded. Like, really? Okay, pro. Nah, the only tears I had was when um Panasua got drafted by the Lions. That was. That was that was the heartbreak hotel for me. That but I, Teddy, I, again, I wish him well. Look like Denver had a nice draft themselves. Hope he does does good. But nah, no tears for Teddy. Oh, mm. dang, it's cold world out here, man. You his yeah. biggest supporter. Kevin go to war about Teddy on that TL. Well, now. You was hey. ready to go meet somebody in Temecula over Teddy Brown. <laughs> but I had, same, now, I had that same. Love. You I had that same love. You ready to throw Yo, you ready on. to throw them things, Kevin. You ready to throw them things. You know, people, you know, you know, people talking about coming by my place and stuff because I said, you know, I mean, but hey, it is what it is, you know. Kevin, you Twitter were going hard for Teddy. You, you were. Hard. It wasn't one sided, Kevin. You were, you were pretty, pretty active in the beef. You, you hey. weren't an innocent bystander. I'm, you were participating. I'm not in the beef. You, but if you on my squad, you got my full support. That's how I ride. All right. So you know you you still following Teddy or you you unfollowed him? Team would die. Honestly, Team die. I haven't unfollowed him because I kind of want to see how he does adjusting in Denver. Like I haven't unfollowed Cam. I still follow Jake DeLone. So I mean, you know, you're not Jake Jake DeLone. DeLone. You, can't you can't compare. You cannot compare Teddy to Cam and Jake DeLone. You don't know what I'm, what I'm saying. Teddy was here long no. enough to get a cup of coffee and, and get paid and bounce. No, what I'm saying is, whoever, whoever been our quarterback, that's who I I, I got love for him when, once they brought the Carolina Blue. That's all I'm saying. Teddy wears black, Air black forces. <laughs> he wears black Air Force ones and drives a minivan. Come on. <laughs> 
Listen. Robbed the Panthers, okay? Robbed them. Fine. Like, with, with a water gun. He robbed the Panthers with a water gun and, and went out and just drove that drove that minivan uh, off like it was a bricks truck. Hey. I tell you, I tell I'm you not mad at it. Them. Get your money. I'm not Teddy mad at it. I tell you what. 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 You have to talk about Teddy. Let him. Let him. Let him. Let him. Now, we ain't going to talk about him a couple months from now. We're going to be over talking about him. But he going to be going to let these jokes fly tonight. Hey, y'all go ahead. out in Denver. If he balls out in Denver. I'm going to be happy for him. It might have been a better situation for him in Denver. Might have been a, there's out so Denver many. Darnold's be Darnold. Uh, there's so many does, moving parts to that, though. There's so many moving parts. If he does what in Denver? If he does what in Denver? Ball if, if. Wow. Wow. I'm, let me sip like you sipping, Sheeta, because ah, if that won't happen. If he said ball, not with your pinky up. If you know, I'm a lady. <laughs> The Foreman Rush is brought to you by the love and respect of and for the Carolina Panthers and Carolina Panther fans everywhere. Keep pounding. The Four Men Rush is a non-affiliate of the Carolina Panther organization. All thoughts, assessments, and content of this podcast is directly related to the Four Men Rush exclusively. Thank you. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park 